Rock Harbor Church. Good to see you this morning. Come to praise the Lord. I want to remind everyone, uh, we've already had some coming down to the altar. We've, we've got some at the altar. Hey, the altar is open. Altar's open. You want to come and pray? You want to come and praise? You want to come and weep before the Lord? That's fine. These altars are open. It's full access. Don't feel like you can't do that. Don't feel like we're on some sort of time restraint. Just allow the Lord to, to deal with you. And if you feel like this is where you need to be, then that's where you need to be. But let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, thank you for letting us be here this morning. Father, victory is in you. Only in you do we have victory. And Father, I just thank you for allowing us to be here in your presence, Father God. Father God, with your presence brings victory, Lord. And Lord, we just invite you into this place this morning. Father, we invite uh, your presence in, Lord. We ask you to touch our pastor and the word, Lord, as it comes forth, Lord. Soften our hearts, Lord. Prepare us for the receiving of your word, Lord. And we just we just announce your blessings, Father God. We just we invite them in, Lord God, your spiritual blessings, Lord. We look for freedom. We look for healing. We look for deliverance. We look for salvation this morning, Father. Thank you that you provide all of these things for us today. And they only come from you, Father. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. God is able Amen. to do all things. Let's worship this morning. We have to make up for some folks today. There's still some illness and such going around, so let's just keep praising the Lord and look to Him and call upon Him for all the needs that people have. Join with us this morning. Let's give Him praise. Glory. Thank you. Thank you. Seems if we allow it, gloom has a way of setting in and dictating our everything. You look around this world, there's, I agree there's a lot of reason to be gloomy. But if you look ahead, there's a lot of reason to rejoice. Amen. Uh, don't know when this thing's going to end, when it's going to wrap up. I know it's going to. But we've got things to do in the meantime. Amen. Like praising the Lord. Amen rejoicing in him thanking him i know it's trying and desperate times probably everybody in here is in some kind of a situation as well as many obviously that are not here in some kind of situation this morning but let us continue to keep our faith in god keep running the race amen stand this morning let's proclaim good to see everybody Let's do it. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. It is my strength. It is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. It is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Lord, you may be seated this morning and the kiddos are on the children's church, so y'all are dismissed to go. I don't know how many of you do, but uh, I know the current event presenters that are scattered around what we refer to as the media, and uh, I know we've got to watch what we watch. But the globe... The globe is in a total state of turmoil. <clears throat> Things are shaking and moving. As Christians, we are to be paying attention yeah. and ask ourselves the questions, well, what are we supposed to do? 
what what are we to do in the midst of what's happening now? And I'm I'm gonna tell you, there's more coming. It's gonna wax worse and worse. So what are we gonna do? What is it that we individually are responsible to do? What is it that's going to keep us in the realm of God, so to speak, or in this Christian faith, which sadly many take lightly, and taking it lightly is not going to get them through what's coming, folks. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. And in and out, up and down, back and forth relationship with God is not going to suffice when it hits. It's going to hit. What's going to hit? All kinds of things. The time to assure your faith up is now, not later. I've had a lot of conversations lately and I've had the opportunity to view quite a few things and I'm convinced uh, it's starting. Well, if it's starting, when's it going to end? I don't know when it's going to end. That's, that's the situation. We don't know when it's going to end. That's why we need to be preparing now. Not after the end. It's a little late then, right? But we prepare now. We get ready now. In the wonderful section of the book of Psalms, turn there this morning. Thirty-seventh Psalm. I've been finding myself kind of gliding around in Psalms and back and mentioned it in some sermons, particular scriptures and Psalms and and uh, here we are this morning. Chapter 37. I find it amazing always what even short scriptures in the Word of God can do for us and say to us. Prepare us for. Does prepare interest anybody? Amen. If you look at the world, it doesn't seem like they're really preparing for anything, does it? Seems like they're going somewhere. They just don't know where they're going. Mm -hmm. Just somewhere. And you can talk to some and they say, well, well, everything's fine and great. I don't see a problem one. <laughs> Woo-wee. Get your spiritual glasses on. You can see all kinds of problems. Amen. You can see all kinds of things taking place. And you can see if you line the Word of God up with what you're seeing today, it definitely connects. So we... Meaning people of God, Christians, believers, those that have faith in the Lord, trust in Him, need to be preparing more than we prepared yesterday. Amen. Prepare tomorrow more than we did today. It's a constant state of preparation. Now, this particular passage of Scripture, this 37th Psalm, and if you know anything about the book of Psalms, most of them are either prayers or praise. That's what Psalms is the songbook of the Bible. And most of them are praising. As a matter of fact, you find praise and all kinds of terms and words throughout the book of Psalms that are just that. They're praise. Many of them are prayers. This one isn't. Matter of fact, the 37th chapter of Psalms doesn't have praise in it one time. It's very interesting that here we find actually an instruction. 
a teaching, a bona fide Word of God instructional teaching. I know that scares a lot of folks at the same time. We need taught. We need instructed. We need to be told. We need to understand that we are being people of God, that we are to be preparing daily. And we do that. If you read the entirety of this chapter, which we're not, you will find exactly what I'm talking about. You will find the instructions and preparation, if you will, because this is talking about a dark time. We're living in dark days, spiritually. You mentioned that some people, that us look towards the sun. They have not a clue. We're living in dark times, spiritually. What do Christians do in dark times? What do people of God do when it gets rough and tough? What, what, what are we supposed to do when, when times, times become difficult? You seen any difficult times lately? Experiencing anything? I know there's normal stuff that's gone on for ages. I'm talking about the gloom and the darkness. I'm talking about the signs that are taking place that need to be signaling or we need to be paying attention to the signaling of what is going on here. <clears throat> Don't just cast it off. Well, it's, it's always happened. Guess it'll always will happen. No, this is different. This global situation is different. This is setting a stage for the finality, folks. Yeah. Absolutely. And if we can't get prepared for that, we're not going to get prepared for anything. Amen. And we prepare by doing it now, mm -hmm. not after the calamity hits. Because if we do it now, we're going to be prepared. We're going to be ready. That's what David's talking about right here. Let's read it. We're going to one, one verse. <coughs> verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Amen. We're going to stop right there for a minute. Commit thy way unto the Lord. How many times have you heard that? How many times have you thought that? How many times have you heard somebody say, mm -hmm. Commit your way to the Lord. But how many times have you really got it? When the evidence has turned into fact, when it's no longer darkness and clouds, but now it is a state of gloom, doom and despair, it's kind of hard to see because if you're not looking and here sitting in church this morning, it doesn't look that way, does it? But we've got to look to the signs with spiritual vision. Amen. We've got to understand what's going on. The church, I'm afraid, is in a state today of looking for this great revival that's going to make everything great and wonderful and glorious and world and earth is just going to turn back into a state of joy and glory again. Folks, I'm telling you this morning, the signs are revealing that simply isn't the case. Come on. Amen. Commit thy ways unto the Lord. 
literally meaning roll the road that you are trotting on upon the Lord. Your life. Mm -hmm. Everything about it. In order to survive, there's nothing else that's going to work. Amen. You may trust in yourself this morning. You may trust in what you have. You may trust in some resource. You may trust in somebody else. You may trust in your government. <laughs> <laughs> see yeah. see how things can become all here we are but if we do not commit ourselves individually and personally unto the Lord our ways so when we we understand this and we grasp it and we, we get what the Word is talking about and what it's telling us is our entire life's road has got to be given over unto the Lord. Amen. When we do that, there is a great strength, a peace, resources of God that come our way. Yes, even in the midst of trouble and darkness. And that's where this is going. I sure didn't want to hear that. I thought I could come to church and everything be lively and we're going to have, listen to me. The truth is the truth. God's Word didn't just, doesn't just talk about wonderful things. It tells us about a time when it's not going to be wonderful. It tells us about a time when havoc is going to be global on planet Earth. There's going to be chaos everywhere. Times of darkness spiritually. I know there's a lot of people that don't want to hear that and I know there's a lot of preachers that ain't going to preach it. Because it's not popular. But we got to get the truth. Amen. If we don't get the truth, we're not going to prepare. And we're not going to be prepared. And I'm talking about preparing spiritually. Now, I know there's preppers that gets all kinds of things, stocks it up, stores it, hides it, puts it here, puts it there, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But the first thing we need to prepare is spiritually. Amen. And the first thing we need to do is commit Commit unto thy way unto the Lord. Your way. You sketch the bridge unto. That's a conjunctive term. Commit thy ways <coughs> unto the Lord. That's the only place it can go. That's 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 the only option we've got. There are no other options. There is nothing that will help us. There's nothing else that will serve the purpose to carry us really anywhere. Because when times get hard, they're going to be hard. Amen. There's going to be things take place you can't even imagine right now. I know we said in this false confidence Mm -hmm. they'll tell you everything's fine or they'll keep you from seeing everything that isn't fine how much of that's going on right now it's called censorship folks I don't mind saying it I'm not afraid it's censorship when the powers that be keep you from having information about things that's called censorship 
See, it's starting. There's things taking place right now. Amen. It's starting globally. If you knew all of it, would probably be a real reason to shudder and shake. But you see, you don't know all of it because it's kept from you. But when it explodes, it's going to be real obvious. I don't know if it's going to be a plunge or just a subtle kind of thing as it escalates as it goes along. I tell you what, I'm receiving it's going to be a plunge. It's getting ready to be something really big. Now I'm telling you what I sense. I'm not telling you. I'm telling you what I sense. You wake up tomorrow. It may not be at all what it was today. That's how quick things can happen. Yeah. Somewhere on the other side of the globe, there can be some drastic event that's going to affect everything right here. Yeah. Then what do we got? A lot of unprepared people. Because they've not made preparations now because they've been lulled into this false sense of security that everything's fine and everything's great and everything's going to be wonderful and somebody's going to take care of you. Uh -huh. The only one we need to rely on taking care of us is God Almighty. Amen. That's why that word commit. Roll it over to Him. Roll your life over to Him. Everything about your life over to Him. This isn't talking about a little bit. It's not talking about half of it. It's talking about all of it. Commit thy ways unto the Lord. When it says unto the Lord, it's talking about the eternal, great, and mighty Jehovah God. Amen. The awesome, the all-powerful, the almighty, the creator, the one who rendered your salvation, the one who brought it to be, the one who knows every problem, every situation, everything going on. If you're talking about one that knows everything that's going on, that nothing is seen from it hidden from his eyes that he sees everything, what better one could you roll your life over to? He's in full control, right? You say, well, it doesn't really look like it. It looks like now God's always in control. Always. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Come mm. on. Trust also. Mm -hmm. It's two things, commit and trust. They go together, but they're two different things. If I'm going to roll it over to him, and that's what the Hebrew word means, that's why I related that. You roll the load, you roll your life, you, you roll your road, everything you're about over to Him, and then you trust in Him. When we do that, there is an element, something called trust that we have to place in Him. We've given it to Him, we've got to put our trust in Him. Total trust. Absolute trust. Confidence. The one we give it to, we've got to have confidence He is able to handle it. He is able to sustain it. He is able to take us through it. Amen. He is able to do more than what we can possibly imagine He's able to do. But you know, it's almost like until you place your trust in God, that's not going to happen. There's a lot of people throwing the term around. I trust the Lord, but do they really trust the Lord? Have they really committed to God? 
I'm talking about people sitting in church houses every day. Have they really committed themselves to God? Have they committed their life to Him? Have they committed everything to Him? Have they given their all to Him? Have they placed Him in totality, in absolute confidence and trust that He is able to do? To do what? First says it. What's it? Is that what your Bible says? That's what mine says. He shall bring it to pass. Hmm. What is being delivered to us here in the Scripture is this is speaking again of probably one of the hardest times of the providence of God. You know what the providence of God is? God's, God sees things. God, God, again, there's nothing that he misses. And he's got a purpose. The providence of God, biblically, is God's care and provision for his people as he leads them through this journey of faith to fulfill his purpose. What is God's purpose? He's got a purpose, right? Amen. His purpose has always been he sent us a Savior and a Deliverer and his purpose, his ultimate purpose is to take us to a place of glory one day, all right? If you want an earthly definition for providence, it's pretty short. It's timely preparation for future events. Does that connect? Timely preparation for future events. Now we're going to prepare. about this get real quit faking it quit playing quit pretending quit acting like that's not going to get us anywhere I'm talking solid with God I'm talking about walking the absolute when it says commit it's talking about commit Amen. rolling over to God is not simply dumping your stuff on him Rolling over to God has given him the reins, the control. The everything. David in his words here <coughs> is expressing this time of seasons however you want to put it there's an era, a space of things and events taking place and happening this is what he's talking about here trying to bring recognition the Lord through him at least a recognition to open people's eyes up and understand he is our only help he's the only source he's the only means possible that we can even have because in the event of such, nothing else is going to work. Right. Nothing. 
else is going to work. See, literally speaking of the advance of the wicked, listen to this, of the advance of the wicked, and the disgracing of the righteous. Does that ring any bells? When the wicked advance and the righteous are disgraced, that's the sign. And I'm talking about in extreme measures. Is anybody paying attention of the wickedness advancing? and being allowed to advance and being supported being funded come on right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. probably scare you if you know where your tax dollars went yeah. to perform such wickedness that's taking place in this society today but when you're talking about the the righteous being disgraced. Have you noticed? Becoming to be all those silly Christians' fault that all this was taking place. All those defiant ones. Righteous stuff, God stuff, no respect, total disgrace. It's going nowhere but downwards, folks. It's headed in the direction the Bible pretty much declares it's going to head, okay? There's coming a point, there's coming a, a culmination that there's going to be events take place. And if I'm scaring you this morning, praise God, I hope I am. Maybe I can scare you to preparation. As I'm telling you, as instant as again, as things can take place in this world today, and I'm talking instant, I'm talking momentarily. Mm-hmm. Things can change to such a drastic event, it absolutely shakes the globe. I think I said it a while back, we've got systems in place now that know all about all of us. Know who you are, what you are, what you're doing, what you claim to be. How much money you got? Where you're at? For being on the other side of the world, just in a few split seconds, can be delivered here, vice versa. We've been suddenly or subtly swept into kind of a state of numbness. Have you noticed? Just numb. Complacent. Non-caring. Hey, if you want want to take somebody over it, boy, that's where you want to get them at. Just get them in a complacent state. Just get them numbified. Rock them to sleep. And you got them. Then when gloom, disaster, and calamity takes place, they're not going to know what's going on. And they're either going to fall or they're going to give in. said that for a reason. Roll that around a little bit. 
fall or give in. But those who have committed their path or their ways to the Lord are going to be the ones still standing, so to speak. Full, fully committed. Fully trusting in. Well, why are you preaching this message today? Everything looks fine. Hey, it may be 10 years or 20, but hey, I said we got to get prepared. Yeah. It may be tomorrow. Come on. And if we're not going to know what to do, or if we hadn't done what we do know what to do, because we're given right here what to do. If you have not done this, my strong urge, my emphasis this morning is commit your ways to the Lord. Amen. Give it over to Him. Say, here it is, God. This is too much for me. This is running me chaos. Anybody feel kind of distressed in your mind lately? Amen. Everything, there's so much confusion everywhere. It's Amen. in the air. It's in the atmosphere. Give it to the Lord. You may be so bumfuzzled this morning about issues or the totality of it all in your head this morning. You can't even think straight. Well, if you can't think straight, you're not going to be able to do straight. You get this right here in you and you commit yourself to the Lord. It's amazing how God will help you to think straight. To make the right decisions. Because you got them out of this right here. There's been word on that lately. There's a reason there's been word on that lately. Good decisions. Bring about good actions. What do you think when this, when a time of such great darkness and distress and all kinds of agony and everything else I can't even describe this morning, what about when that hits? Is people going to be able to make good decisions? No, most of them just going to do what they're told to do. Give in. Fold up. Follow the Pied Piper. Was it all the rats followed him? Was it? No, it was little children. I don't remember. It's been too long ago. Somebody followed him, and there they went. Hmm. Good lesson in that. Pay attention. He shall bring it to pass. Ask the question, don't bring what to pass? Well, let me back up in the same verse. Thy way, committing your way, and this is what's involved in that. It talks about things that are of, of, of the most broad application. I'm talking about the little bitty word it, of the broadest application. He shall bring it to pass. To who? Those that commit their ways unto him and trust in him. That's who is going to be brought to pass. It. But what is it? Listen to this. He shall accomplish. He shall advance. He shall be at. You like to think the Lord is where you're at? Amen. His presence is where you're at. He will fashion it. He will furnish it. He will fulfill it. He will grant it. He will perform it. He will provide it. He will go about doing it. Who? God. When we commit and when we trust in Him, He's faithful to His Word. He's going to do all these things. He's going to be there. 
He's going to accomplish. What's he going to accomplish? He's going to accomplish his will. Amen. Come on. He's going to accomplish the purpose he set out in the beginning to do. Who's going to be involved in that? We are. The entirety of the population on this globe are going to be experiencing the fulfillment of God's purpose. Amen. I'm not saying they're all going to be in it. I'm saying they're going to be in the middle of it. Uh -huh. Come on. Two different things. It's interesting. I'm asking what is it. I'm trying to explain it. Six times in the first chapter of Genesis when God created the various things and put them in order, six times he said, it is good. It is good. That word is directly related to this term used in Psalms by David. So what God is going to bring about, what he's going to purpose, what he's going to bring to pass is the good fulfillment of his purpose and his will. Six more times it says, it was so. God's word is so. What God says is so. What God says is good. It is good. It is so. So that's what God is going to bring to pass. Bring it to pass. For who? Those who commit in their ways and trust in Him. This is a lot of territory for a longer duration than what we've got this morning. I realize that. Because there's a lot of preparing to do. Committing to God is not just making a statement. Trusting in Him is not just saying you do. It requires the act of both. Our lives have become so divided. And we section things out. God, you can have this little bit, but I'll handle the rest of it. No, you can't. You might can right now in kind of just trivial little situations and issues. You're not going to be able to do that when this hits. Amen. You're going to have to have the only one. Mm -hmm. The only one that can help you, that can carry you through to see the fulfillment. If you trust in God, you trust in His Word. Amen. And if you trust in His Word, you trust in what it says. Amen. And if you trust in what it says, you believe He can do what it says. Amen. And that He will. And that's the difference in just saying it. Committing to God is, and, and trusting in Him is the very simple sounding, but to be committed requires commitment. Commitment to doing so. Your word says commit, I'm going to commit, Lord. I'm going to do what you're purposing and calling me to do. I'm going to bring myself into this state of submission and commitment to you Preparing ahead of time is kind of like salvation. If you prepare for salvation after the fact, it's not going to work real well. And I'm talking after the fact when you're no longer here. We, we cannot prepare to commit to God afterwards either. When all chaos is breaking, it's too late. Now, come on. The time for commitment is now. The time for placing trust in God is now. It's not forever later 
And this, this put off attitude that people have, or this everything's okay, why, why do I need to prepare now attitude? We mentioned this a while back. Anybody you've been to any stores lately where you can't find things? Come on. More coming. A lot worse coming. That's just material stuff. I can't begin to stand here today and describe all the events that's coming on the horizon. I, just, I can't. I, it, it's too horrendous. If you read the Bible, Daniel says it's the worst day that's ever been. Things will take place that's beyond imagination. Uh -huh. You can sit here today and you think you got it all figured out. You can come in and think, well, I'll just do this, 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 and this. one thing we need to do. Two, really, commit and trust. Amen. Prepare ahead of time. And I believe the thrust of this whole thing this morning is we need to get in that process right now. And admit where we failed in that. If we recognize and admit it, we can do something about it. But if we keep going with this everything's okay attitude and nothing's ever going to happen, we're going to get caught right in the middle. Amen. Unprepared. Amen. So, I'll leave you with this this morning. I'm going to read you a scripture. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 19. You may have money in your pocket today, but you may not have tomorrow, or your money in your pocket today may not work tomorrow. What are you going to do then? Do you know there's preparations in order right now and have been for a while to totally destroy the U.S. dollar? Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think that'll do to you? And I'm just talking monetary. What are you, you going to do? How are you going to get something? How are you going to buy anything? We all know about the mark, right? Yeah. Should. You'll need to buy or sell. That's just one facet. One facet. Many more besides that. It gives us something to think about, though, because that's what we all trust in, pretty much. The means we have, the availability of funds, the cash, the bank accounts, that's what the whole world runs on. What about if it's gone? You can have $100 billion in the bank today and tomorrow morning wake up and you're busted flat. Gives you a little bit to think about. What are you going to do? Yeah. You better be committed to the Lord and trust in Him. I could give other examples. Let me give you this out of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 19. Let's go with 18 first. Brother Tanner mentioned this a while back. Let's back up to 17 now. Here we go. Verse 17. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Amen. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? And then he says, Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Amen. See, multiple commit our souls. 
commit our souls, commit us, commit our all, commit our everything. God will take care of us. Amen. He'll provide. Are you prepared by committing? Are you prepared by trusting? I heard it. Well, I like to think so. I didn't ask you if you liked to think so. I asked you if you was. Yeah. I heard that. I actually heard that. Amen. It doesn't say thank you're committed. It doesn't say thank you trust in Him. It says commit and trust. There's a great difference. That's the question. Are you committed? Are you prepared? Is your trust work belong? Is your trust in God? The Almighty creating God is your trust in Him. Would you stand? situation. Only you do. I simply deliver the word. You're receiving it is entirely up to you. How you receive it is up to you. You can disagree with this totally. That's up to you. You can say that's never going to happen. What you said, it, it's good. Nothing like this. Hey, that's up to you. If that's what you want to believe, that is up to you. All I can do is give it to you. But reality needs to set in at some point. Yeah, we need to get real and we need to get an understanding that this thing is headed somewhere. And all indications, it's not going to be good. And our trust better be in God and we better be committed to Him. Music plays, ask you to bow your heads. I'm going to give you an opportunity this morning. And I promise you, in a percentage of people, as far as 100% goes, there's, there's probably some probably here today that are kind of weighing in the balance on this thing. God's asking for our all. And when we give him our all, he's faithful and he's promised to take care of those that love him. He's faithful to keep his promises of his word. When we trust in him, he's faithful to do what he said and what he's purposed. He has purposed good things for his people. But in order to receive, there's commitment and there's trust that we absolutely must present to Him. Are you here this morning? Maybe you haven't done that. I'm going to ask you. Altars are open. You're free to come. Just consider. Consider. In your heart this morning, if there's room and you, and you feel like, you know, I haven't given it all to God, there's some things I've held, I just go ahead and spill it and give it to Him today. Roll it over to Him. Present it to Him. Now, here's my life, Lord. I brought you a few things, but God, this morning I'm going to give you my life. I'm going to commit my life. To, I'm going to commit my road that I'm trotting on, my life, to you and everything involved in it. I'm going to present it to you. And I'm going to trust in you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be it a good time or be it bad, I'm going to trust in you, God. Provide for me to be there where I'm at, God, to be along with me to accomplish for God's your purpose in my life. Some are coming. Honest Lord, we just come and believe and trust in you today, God. We truly do. 
God, your word is more than just words. There's no room for opinions. When your word says commit, it means commit. When it says trust, it means trust. By doing so, Lord, there's promise attached to that. There's promise, God, that you will through us, your people, who are walking in faith, who have been committed to you, God, Father, who are trusting in you. You're going to provide for us. You're going to accomplish your purpose. You're going to be in the midst. You're going to come about. You're going to do. We're thankful this morning. I pray, God, if any soul leaves here this morning unprepared, God, I pray, convict them, stir them, move them, Lord. Bring them to a state of total commitment to you and trust in you, Lord, God. Because, Father, that's what we need. That's what we have to do. We thank you this morning for Jesus Christ, your Holy Son, God, who came to this earth, shed his blood, gave his life as a sacrifice for our sins made the way for us. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bless these this morning. The more we yield, the further we go. Find yourself in total commitment to trust in God. You're on holy ground. What a wonderful place to be. Holy ground. That's where God's here. That's where His presence is. Around you and your life. It's a couple of simple things, but we doing it, we bring ourselves into God's presence. That's how He works. Thank you, Lord. We praise this morning. Please continue to pray this morning. Hey, it's fun. Dismiss you right here in fellowship. Hope to see you back tonight. Consider let this word sink into you. Let it do some work. In Jesus' name, you're dismissed. God bless you.